Welcome to the One Day at a Time podcast with your host and the future leader of the Republic of Wales, Scofflier. Now, this might be the only podcast in the world where you actually have to reduce the speed instead of increasing it. However, what I want to get over to you is that the past is gone, the future doesn't exist. So if you want to make the most of your life, you've got to make the most of these moments every single day. And this podcast is going to help you live a healthier, more fulfilled life, hopefully giving you some wisdom to take away every single day. So I'm going to shut up now so you can get on with listening to the next episode. Good morning, you lovely people. Let's get straight into some motivation for you on this Monday morning. Some of you might be feeling a bit hungover from the weekend. Some of you might be thinking, ah, that Scott guy's in Ibiza. Look, he's a knob. Must forget about him. He's in he's in Ibiza right now, wasting his time drinking. But we're gonna have a great start this Monday. We're gonna fight through it. We're gonna build momentum, and we're gonna do it from a few quotes by an author called William Irvine. So he was one of the guys, right, that wrote one of the first books on Stoicism in the modern era. So Stoicism, uh, a philosophy of life, you know, back in the ancient Greek and Roman times was a way to live. Philosophy these days is seen as like boring. They they just go over one word. Oh my God. What does this word mean? I don't care, mate. Just tell me what it means. Just stop going over. What's the what how are we living better? We're not we're not meant to be just reading reading lectures, questioning a word. We're gonna go out and apply it to life. Right? What the what the hell has philosophy turned into? So that's why philosophy these days got a bad rap, because it does suck. It is really, really shit. But the old philosophy, they were about how can we apply it to live? And the Stoic school was one of the most popular ones for about 500 years because it's helping people how to live. And also the teachers are really good. They led by example and that's why people looked up to them. And it's a shame that it kind of died down for like over a thousand years, had a mini resurgence and now it's coming back thanks to people like William Irvine to write about it. So you have 30 quotes from his book on um, how to live the good life. Um the stoic how to how to live with stoic joy so the first one at spare moments in the day make it a point to contemplate the loss of whatever you value in life it can make you realize if only for a time how lucky you are how much you have to be thankful for almost regardless of your circumstances this is um like the negative uh, like kind of loss version it's like instead of thinking what you don't have right think of what you do have right now and think that if you lost that right so whatever you value right now that you do have imagine you lost it right now oh shit but you haven't lost it you know when you wake up from a dream when you think you've done something really bad like you know maybe you've done really something really bad you know like decapitated ryan i'm off to jail i wake up shit what's happened i haven't i didn't do it all my days i'm not going to jail thank god and you thank it thank god that's kind of the feeling you after number two when it comes to desiring, we are all experts. If there were an Olympics of desiring, we would all make the team. We desire a lot. But what William Irvine says in one of the books, one of the best ways to live is instead of to desire more things and trying to achieve them, is to desire less things. So to, if you if you desire less, there's less things pulling you. And you you know if you can live off a lower income and be happy with it and you know not having a million pound house and, and, and a flashy new car stuff like that and it doesn't pull you then you're sound but some people even if they do have a flashy house and a car they want an even flashier house and an even flashier car 
never happy they keep desiring more and more quickest way let's reduce some desires okay this is a quote uh, that i have if we are overly sensitive we will be quick to anger more generally says seneca if we coddle ourselves if we allow ourselves to be corrupted by pleasure nothing will seem bearable to us and the reason things will seem unbearable is not because they are hard but because we are soft yes seneca my boy okay Throughout the millennia and cross cultures, those who have thought carefully about desire have drawn the conclusion that spending our days working to get whatever it is we find ourselves wanting is unli unlikely to bring us either happiness or tranquility. That's true, like I just said. Cut down your desires. You cut down your like instant, like, I want this now desire. Get rid of that. You're a kid, I want this now, I want a toy now. No. No, you're a rational, wise human adult, okay? It's not how it works. Stoicism, understood properly, is a cure for a disease. The disease in question is the anxiety, grief, fear, and various other negative emotions that plague humans and prevent them from experiencing a joyful existence. And Don Robson says about this as well, Stoicism is more of like a prevention tool. So start with it now. Read about the Stoics. Read about the philosophies. Really, really helpful. Besides advising us to avoid people with vices, Seneca advises us to avoid people who are simply whiny, who are melancholy and bewail, bewail everything, who find pleasure in every opportunity for complaint. Even 2,000 years ago, we had the same people as we do today. The mourners, they mourn, 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 mourn. They get a pleasure from the mourning. And we should avoid these people because they do they do rub off on us. The profound realization, thanks to the practice practice of stoicism, they're acquiring the things that those in my social circle typically crave and work hard to afford will, in the long run, make zero difference in how happy I am and will in no way contribute to my having a good life. This is bang on. Bang on. How many in your social circle want the new Mercedes M1, a Mercedes A3? Ooh, I want that, the new iPhone 13 in orange. I want this, right? So how many of your friends are like, oh, I want this new handbag, I want this new dress? If you keep chasing what you're doing just to one-up each other, honestly, you're going to realize one day and you're sitting on the chair, it's a cold, it's a cold afternoon, you're sitting in the chair, you're home for some reason, whatever, you're on your own, you're contemplating, you're looking at your bank balance going, fuck. I've spent thousands trying to impress people I don't care about and they don't care about me and it's a shallow relationship and that could have gone into having just cash in my bank and I would spend it on this or so spend it on that. You see a bill and you go, God, I could have paid that bill off. And you just see these useful materialistic stuff around you and you're like, what is that bag? It's literally useless. It's, what is it? It's just a bag, man. You know, I love how Marcus Reelis is top of Wine. Ooh, old grapes. God, I'm going to pay 10 grand for some old grapes. I'm stupid. Ooh, purple robes. Wow, grey robes with some shellfish, like liquid or whatever, smashed all over it. And so you've got the purple. Yeah? You've got all these fancy foods. The names is like, yeah, just, you'll, go, you'll go and be like, yeah, it's just dead pig, mate. What do you mean to say? It's dead pig. You're paying hundreds of pounds for it. What are you doing? That... That watch on your wrist, 25 grand, it's a piece of, fucking piece of metal. Literally a piece of metal found in the ground. With a mechanical clock on it that's got no practical purpose in the 21st century. 
these things, man. You have got to detach from them. They'll pull you in all the time, all the time. All right, let's get on with this, guys. It's like we need. We've got a few more to go. Let's go. I'm not going to keep you all long. Just want to, you know, just want to stretch your mind a bit this morning. All right, okay. Let's go down here. Most of us are living the dream. Living that is the dream we once had for ourselves. Oh my God! I actually spoke with my friend the day. Um, after weekend drinking, we're like, right, mate, we're all thinking, boys, who's still feeling a bit of thing? Like, yeah, I'm still feeling it. I was like, do you know what's funny? Do you know what's funny, Sean? I said in a voice note, when we were in uni together and we were 21, well, 20, 19 years old, we had no money. We were going, we had no idea where we were going in life. We lived in shitty accommodation and we'd go out and drink. The next day, we wouldn't feel down down because of hangover we'd, we'd knock her off and go back out later on the day and we had nothing the only thing we had was that going out we had zero else going for us we didn't know where we were going today look at us I said you you got a new house Sean bought a house with your, with your girlfriend you got a good got a job you've always wanted I'm in London in the flat loving it working on a business I love another business I love yet the alcohol can make us feel so down, worse than we were back then when we had nothing. So we have to remember how far we come because we we tend to. Th- oh, that's, oh, it's tough now. Hey, go and ask your go and ask your twenty one year old self if they've been happy where you are now. Likelihood is they would say yes. So we do need a reminder of that because otherwise we take everything for granted all the time. We get a 50, 60, 70, 80 and we go, oh, I never took it. Oh, I never made the most of that. And you look back, you go, why? What's that quote? The uh, youth is wasted on the young, is it? Is that the quote? Um, you know, you want to con- you want to connect the wisdom of the old with the youth. We have to connect it, okay? If we can connect that, you are a superhuman. The problem is, the youth think they know everything. The older are obviously older, and they would love to be younger with the wisdom. And they're trying to pass it down, and no one's listening, and it's just all nonsense. We're trying to get people to listen, and I'm trying to get us to listen. I'm trying to get it through to me, get it through to you. But we are living our dream life that we th- we were thinking earlier. So we remember that. We remember what we're grateful for. We'll have better days. Remember that. Right, okay, that was out, that was out of my system. Okay, one more to go. Um, okay, what's one here? Okay. The problem is that bad men obey their lusts as servants obey their masters. And because they cannot control their desires, they can never find contentment. True. True. People don't let your emotions control you. Do not let them control you. Um, okay, one more I want to give you guys. There's a lot of good ones here. Um, our goal should therefore be to become indifferent to other people's opinions of us. He adds that if we succeed in doing this, we will improve the quality of our life. And this is another one. There's a psychologist called Adler who talks about interpersonal relationships, everything. I think he's, he's right as well. If we If we're not chasing other people... To like us and opinions and forcing that we're going to be happier there's a thing about people pleasing i never saw this way of looking at people pleasing until i read this book called the, the naked truth and he said that the people pleasers you think are just nice people 
but what people pleasers are doing is they're trying to force people to like them and to just to, to like them and fall for them in a sense by going over the top and just doing nice they're basically manipulating someone with goodwill so they would 100% like them back and therefore they control how they view that person okay and we do this a lot because we want certain opinions to think of us but look there's a call I saw as well it's like if there's two people in a the room there's actually six people there's who you think you are who they think they are it's your perception of them their perception of you and it's your perception of the perception of you Right, if that's blow your mind, good. But we live in perception, Lululand. Who you think you are? I don't think nobody knows who you think you are. Nobody knows the version of you that you are, probably. And that's what Bruce Lee was saying. He said, self-actualization is when who you truly are shines through so much, everybody sees that. As opposed to the perception and images you put forward. And this is where we want the opinions to change. We want to, to do stuff so we think that someone will think this way. It's just so many assumptions. If I do this, they'll think that. They think that, that, that. And I'll get that, that. And then, but deep down, you don't want to do any of it. None of it. And all for because you want someone's opinion of you to be good. Who cares? Honestly, older people literally do not care. That's why they embarrass you when you go to school as kids. They just don't. They've, they've literally, they've realized it doesn't matter but it's such a shame because if you had that mindset when younger, it would be superpower. It would be a superpower. So I want you all today, don't let other people's opinions bother you. If they think, if they think you're a knob or a twat, whatever the word you need to use, let them. Okay, if you know you're doing good, if you know you're a good person, you know you're not doing anything wrong and they're just playing in place, you can say to them, you know, you can say straight up, you know, thanks for your opinion, but whatever, move on. Okay, don't react, don't get angry. But don't change who you are for someone to like you. Someone You want people to like you for who you are. And of course, we should devolve and develop as humans. Of course, we should do that. We should want to improve ourselves. But we shouldn't force to change to someone we're not just for someone to say, yeah, I like you. You're a good person. Nah, we shouldn't do that. That's when you're a slave. You're a slave to other people. And if you're a slave to other people, that's no good. That's like the same as being a slave back in the day. Yeah, you might have been physically slaved, but you're now mentally slaved. Right, and the author Edith Egger, I think her name is, who wrote the gift, says that meant the slave, that mental jail is worse than the physical jail. She went to Auschwitz, and she says it's literally worse. That mental prison is worse than Auschwitz. Okay, so if she's saying that, we have to take that seriously. Again, this is the old wisdom trying to creep through to us, and anyone listening, whatever it doesn't matter. You have to accept it and do really take it seriously. Because if you're not taking it seriously, I don't know what to say to you. If you're listening to podcasts and not taking these things seriously, I don't know what to say. So today, what's your task? Your task is not let opinions get to you. Your task is maybe to look into stoicism. Again, go and listen to some audiobooks on it. Get, you know, there's a lot to go on. There's a lot of books about it. There's a lot of books about it. And realize, and I want you all to do this exercise right now, then I'm going to leave you go. I'm going to say the first quote again. At spare moments today... Make it a point to contemplate the loss of whatever you value in your life right now. It can make you realize, if only for a time or a moment or a second, how lucky you are. How much you have to be thankful for, almost regardless of your circumstances. I want you to do that right now. And then go and enjoy the day with a smile on your face. There's a lot to be grateful for. So go and live your day. Enjoy it. Live one day at a time. And if you can maximize today... Guess what? You maximize tomorrow and the day after. 
happy days. Well, I'll be back tomorrow with another voice note, and I'll bitch about Ibiza Scott again, no doubt. Adios. And that is it for today's episode. So hopefully you took something away from it. If you didn't, here's what you need to take away. Stop wasting time on social media. Stop wasting time gossiping. You've only got today to live. Today's the only day you ever have. So if there's anything to take away from this podcast, even if you can't understand the word I say, even if you didn't resonate with the wisdom I try to deliver, this is a reminder of you daily to live one day at a time. Give your moments meaning today and don't be fooled by thinking you've got unlimited amount of days. But if you can make the most of today, I'm telling you, you'll have a fulfilled life. So enjoy your day and hopefully I'll see you back tomorrow. Do daily to live one day at a time. Give your moments meaning today and don't be fooled by thinking you've got unlimited amount of days. But if you can make the most of today, I'm telling you, you'll have a fulfilled life. So enjoy your day and hopefully I'll see you back tomorrow.